Father, I thank you and I praise you this evening. I come to you in the name of Jesus, your son. I thank you, Jesus, for giving us access to the throne room. Father, I thank you for being such a great and merciful God. I thank you for drawing me into the kingdom, for opening up my eyes and my heart to say yes to Jesus. Lord, I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice or even those that may hear this message at a later date, that they will come and give their hearts to Jesus, O oh God, so that they can be resting in him. So, Father God, I ask you right now that you will anoint the ears and open the hearts of each and every person under the sound of my voice, O oh God, that they will hear, understand, receive, retain, and apply what they hear. I also ask you, God, that as I decrease, that you will increase in me. Anoint me afresh to bring this message with clarity, because only you can do so. Holy Spirit, I yield myself to you right now, and I give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, I need your help. I can't do this on my own. Amen and amen. God bless you. So, people of God, the name of my message is called, Are You Weary and Tired? Jesus said, Come to Him. Jesus told them, he called, he called the apostle and he said, come follow me. And Jesus is saying, according to Matthew 11 and verse 28 and 29, I want to go there very quickly and read that scripture for you because I want you to hear. And I'm going to hopefully, uh, with, 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 the, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I will be able to break this down for you. But the Bible says in Matthew 11 and verse 28 and 29, it says, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. And you know, when we talk about this, these two passages of scripture right here, they're, they're so powerful and they're so deep. And hopefully with the grace of God, I will be able to break this down to you because what I find today because of all the turmoil that's going on in this world, and I said this world because it's not only happening in America, it's happening around the world. But remember, you've got to go back and read Matthew 24 in order for you to truly understand what is really going on around you. You see, everything that is happening right now, Jesus said it would happen. Now, some of us, we've read the word, but we forget that if Jesus says it, guess what? That settles it. And so today I hope that you would go back and look at these scriptures and go back and read Matthew 24. And if you're walking in distress and if you're walking in, in, in harassment and if you're walking, if the enemy is bombarding you and if you're walking in lack and if you're walking in sickness or anything, you need to go back and start focusing on what God says because we are living in the last days whether you recognize it or not. And now to back up a little bit, this is, we're in a new year. And so many people have brought baggages from, from last year into this year. What am I saying? Because they were shut up and shut down. Because the churches was closed up. Because of all that went on in 2021 and 22. We are, people are in, 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 in turmoil. They don't know which way to go. People are dying like crazy right now because they took the shot. Listen to me, people of God. If you've taken the shot, don't take anymore. Of course, that's just my opinion, so don't hold me to that. But uh, I'm, I'm saying to you that people are dying like crazy. They're dropping like flies. The morgues are overrunning, and they don't have place to even bury the people. But you're not going to hear that in the news. So today, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you because if you've taken that shot, 
and you didn't have a choice, I want you to understand that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. God is able to rearrange your system. God is able to rearrange your DNA. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask him. So today, I want you to make sure that you ask God to increase your faith. Jesus said, for those of you that don't know him, he said, come to me. I'm going to read the scripture again. He says, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. But what does that mean? What does that mean when he says, come to me? Well, we got to understand because let me back up for a minute. You see, in the Old Testament, when they talk about rest, the Bible says they would not enter his rest because of their disobedience. You know, there's denominations that believe that they have to keep the Sabbath because it's the day of rest. But listen to me, for those of you that have never heard this before, maybe you heard it and you forgot. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have entered into his rest. We don't have to keep a specific day. We are supposed to worship and serve God 24-7. Yes. We do not have to worship on a Sunday or a Saturday. No. We worship consistently. This, your worship and your, your living for God is supposed to become your lifestyle. Jesus said, come to me. All you who are laden and heavy, all who you are weary. He said, come to me, all you who are labor." And heavy laden. In other words, you are laboring. And Jesus is saying, look, I'm the one that needs, I've already paid the price at Calvary. You don't have to carry those burdens. He said in the next verse, he said, take my yoke and learn. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. You see, we are not talking here about a physical rest. We are talking about salvation. Salvation. In other words, when you come to Jesus and you say, Yes, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Yes, Lord, I give you my life. You are now entering into his rest. Yes. That's what that means. Listen to what he says again. He said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But before he got there, he said, he said, that's verse 30. He said, he said, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. That's why I said, we're not talking here about a physical day of rest, about a Sabbath day. No, Jesus said he was Lord of the Sabbath. In other words, when you come to me, you're resting in the Sabbath because I am Lord of the Sabbath. And so today, I, I, I just want to encourage somebody that is struggling with the fact that, you know, I have a friend of mine that calls me. She say, she calls me Sunday Christian and she's a Saturday Christian. And I said, girl, I ain't worried about you because you don't understand. You see, one of the things that we got to do is learn the word of God, study to show ourselves approved unto God, not unto man. A workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We've got to learn how to dissect the word of God to make sense. It's, we got to use it in its right context. This, 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 whole, this whole little group of scripture right here, he says, For I am lowly, watch this, 
A yoke is something that they put on two oxen to keep them to go evenly. So what she, look what he says. He said, take my yoke. In other words, when you take his yoke, you're going to walk alongside of him evenly. You understand? When you take on his yoke, because he says, he says, watch this. He said, for I take my yoke and learn from me. When you take his yoke, you're going to learn from him. How, what am I saying? When you want to learn about somebody, you hang out with them. You keep company with them. You draw close to them and you begin to talk and, and learn from them. That's how you learn about people. And Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. In other words, learn my ways, learn my father's ways, learn what pleases me. Learn when this Holy Spirit come and tell you to turn right or to turn left. You got to learn from him. And then he says, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. Jesus has a heart for people. You know, in the Old Testament, you would drop dead if you went into that, into that tabernacle and, and you didn't have blood for yourself. But because of Jesus, because he went to the cross and shed his blood so that your sins and my sins could be paid for, then you don't have to worry. And that's why he said, I am lowly in heart. I have compassion for you. That's why I laid down my life at Calvary. He said, no one takes my life. I lay down my life. Glory be to God. Remember. We need Jesus more than ever before right now. What am I saying? I am saying that when we come, you know, many people, uh, uh, many people today, they need to have a come to Jesus moment. They need to get it right because people are going to church, but they are not saved. They've been going to church all of their life. I remember one time this woman spoke to me and she said, I've been going to this Baptist church for 40 years because my grandmother went there. And, and I, she said, but we don't even raise our hands no more when we go to church. And, and we, we, we don't even sit, we don't stand up and worship. We just sit down. And I said, are you safe? And she couldn't answer me. And this was an older woman. But God has given me a, a favor with older people to help them to know because they went to church because their grandmother went to church because their great-grandma went to that church, you know. But they've never met Jesus. They've never met Jesus. They've never had a come-to-Jesus moment. They've never accepted him as their Lord and Savior. I just met a woman yesterday, and I asked her if she was born again, and she didn't know what I was talking about. Praise be to God. To God be the glory. I was able to bring her, say the sinner's prayer, and pray for her, and she accepted Jesus Christ. We cannot allow any time to pass. We got to get to that place where we realize that the time is now, and the time is late, and it's not time to play church, people of God. It's not time to play out here. Your eternity is a long time. Many of you, you're not saved, but you don't even know that you're not saved. You was just like me when I was going to the Catholic church. I did what I wanted to do. I went to church every Sunday. I sang, I danced, I did the whole nine yards. I wrote the checks and give it to them. Was going straight to hell until someone came and asked me, are you born again? And I didn't know what that was. 
and I accepted Jesus. God allowed me. And you, my brother, my sister, whoever's listening to me, you need to take and have use the opportunity when God opens the door, you walk in. You see, Jesus wants us to point people to him. He said, come to me. There are so many people that are battered and bruised mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. They're messed up in the minds, but they don't have anyone to lead them to Jesus. But because you have come to Jesus and you understand that you are resting in the arms of Jesus, glory be to God. It says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. His yoke, when you begin to walk alongside of him and his yoke and you take on his yoke, guess what? His yoke is not difficult. If you make up your mind that you're going to live for Jesus, if you make up your mind that you're going to move and do the things that is pleasing to him, you will not fall by the wayside. Amen. If you're tired of struggling, Jesus can give you rest. This also describes the path to the Father. When you come to Jesus, you now have a relationship with the Father. Before that, there's a wall. Jesus is the only way that you can have a relationship with the Father. Now, there's people that feel like there's many ways to God. Well, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to disappoint you. But there's only one way to the Father. I was listening to this woman the other day. And she was, uh, uh, was a Muslim. In, in, uh, they, no, sorry. She was Hindu. And she said she, she, had been in, she had been in pain for years and years and years and years and years and years. And she could not get rid of the pain. And she would go to her. She said she used to serve over 300 gods. And she said one night. She said. And that, listen to me people. Please hear me. This is very important. That's why it's good to pass out tracts. And tell anybody that will listen about Jesus. Why? You don't know what's going to happen. All God wants you to do is plant that seed. And she said when she was a young girl, the, minute, the missionaries used to come to, 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 to India and, and they would pass out these tracts. She said she didn't know nothing about Jesus. All she knows is that she was in pain 24-7. And she said... For some reason, she remembered that they mentioned Jesus to her. To her, She said she didn't know anything about Jesus because she never really read the tract. She was born into the Hindu religion. And she said one night, she said she decided she remembered the tracts and she remembered the name Jesus. And she said one night, she said she was in her room and she said all of a sudden she starts saying Jesus Jesus, 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 if you're real, help me. Jesus, and she said her room got flooded with light. And all of a sudden, she said she, she saw, she said she saw, she said she didn't see Jesus' face. She said, but the, the person said, I am Jesus, and I'm here to save you and set you free. And she said the moment he opened his mouth, all the pain disappeared. It's okay to pass out tracts. It's okay to tell people about Jesus. You never know. All God wants you to do is to spread the word. Plant the seed. Today, the woman said, she said, the next morning, her mother came and knocked on her door and she said, aren't you going to the temple? And she said, no, I'm not. She said, what's wrong with you? She said, Jesus, heal me. And she said, the mother said, I'll talk to you when I get back. And of course, you know, 
when you are Hindu or Muslim and you accept Jesus Christ, what happens is this. You are excommunicated from your family. Well, it just so happened that she said, I could not renounce the name of Jesus. She said, for what he did for me, she said, as she was in pain and, 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 and hurting for years and years and years. She went to all the doctors and everything and nobody could do nothing for her. And so she, when they came back from the temple, she said, the mother came in and asked her, what's wrong with you? And she said, I'm sharing with you because this is important to understand God wants you to point people to Jesus. It may look like nothing is happening, but you never know what's going to happen once you plant the seed. And so she said that the, 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 the father was, look, she said, and she said, I love my dad. She said, but when she started to, to look, and she said her father was crying because she said, they told her, what's wrong with you? You need to stop this nonsense. She said, I'm sorry, but I can't renounce the name of Jesus. She said, I'm sorry. She said, all the money you guys have spent on me and took me to all the doctors and none of them could do nothing for me. She said, and Jesus came into my room and healed me. She said, I'm sorry. And so I'm trying to get you to understand what time it is. You don't know what's going to happen once you plant that seed. And so she said, the next thing that she said, her mother and her father left and they went and brought all these priests. They came in and they started to put her in a circle and walked around her. And she said, all of a sudden, she heard a voice said, just call the name of Jesus. And she said, while they're walking around her with their stuff, she said, she just kept saying Jesus. And she 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 just kept saying Jesus and Jesus. And she, she said, the more I said it, the more stronger I got that I felt the power of God. She said, of course, I didn't really understand what was going on. And she said, finally, the priests, they told her mother and father, we're leaving. Whatever she got a hold of is more powerful than what we can do. And they left. And she said, of course, they put her out of the house. That's okay. For the name of Jesus, we are coming to a place right now. I just looked at the uh, um, uh, uh, thing on TV the other day where they're firing this police officer because he put out uh, uh, some, something. I didn't get the fullness of it because he mentioned about homosexuality was a sin and they told him if he did not recant that he would be fired listen to me people of God we need to get it together it's time for us to take his yoke because his burden is light and his yoke is easy we need to begin to walk alongside of Jesus. Like I said, when they put a yoke on two oxen, it's for them to go evenly and walk together. Jesus said to take my yoke and learn from me. We need to take on the yoke of Jesus and learn from him. We need to be confirm to the image of Jesus Christ. We need to be like he is. He is sitting at the right hand ever interceding. Heaven even touched my notes. God has called you and I into the kingdom for such a time as this. We are the six o'clock workers. We need to make sure that we are not caught up in a single day, but live a life of holiness 24-7. Holiness is a lifestyle, and we need to make sure that we begin to live that lifestyle. We got to come to the place where we understand, because the Bible tells us that Moses came with the law, and the law pointed you to where to let you know that you're a sinner. But Jesus, my God, Jesus came with grace and truth. 
That's why you need Jesus. That's why he said, come to me. Come to me. All you who are labor and are heavy laden. There's many of you. That is even those of us that call ourselves Christians. Because we have never sold out to Christ. We are saved but we are not converted. And so we're carrying baggage. It's time for us to stop carrying those baggages and begin to lay them at the foot of the cross and lay in the arms of Jesus and learn from him. He said, take my yoke and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul. Listen to me, like I said, the reference here for rest, he needs to be carefully understood. In Deuteronomy 12 and 9, the rebellious, faithless generation of Israel in the desert was barred from obtaining the victory. Why? Because of their disobedience. Amen. You see, I don't understand how anybody can say, I love the Lord and walk in deliberate disobedience. I don't understand it. But it's not for me to understand. I'm here tonight to tell you, to share with you, that if you come to Jesus, surrender your heart to him, surrender your life, lay down your life and your will, and give yourself to him, you will find rest for your soul. You will not be a weary Christian. You know, I used to pray... And by the time I got through praying an hour and a half to two hours, I would be so tired. And one day I said, Lord, I said, you know, I don't know why I'm so tired when I'm through praying. And the, the Holy Spirit said, because you want to pray by yourself. If you ask me to help you, you won't be tired. And I started to ask the Holy Spirit to help me pray. And so when I'm done praying, I'm no longer tired. You see, we need to be conscious that he is here. He's our paraclete to help us, to tell us the things that we don't know. As long as I've been praying, interceding for over 25 years, I still ask the Holy Spirit to teach me how to pray. And that's why I pray so much in the Holy Ghost. We got to pray in the Holy Ghost. But today, before I close this message, I want you to understand that if you don't want to be a weary Christian, then you got to eliminate some of the hardship, some of the labor, some of the stress, some of the strife, the confusion that you're carrying around with you. And like I said, I, I was sharing with a friend of mine today. Let me tell you how you know that you're being matured in Christ. When you stop being judgmental, when you stop criticizing people, when you stop being self-righteous and think that you're the only one that can pray or you're the only one that got the 411 on God, like Elijah, that's when you know that you are being, you're growing in the grace of God. That's when you know that you're being confirming to the image of God. And why am I saying that? I got something to show you. Holy Spirit, just drop this in my spirit. This is not a part of my message. As you can see, I barely look at my message tonight. So I want to share something with you because when I look at this, I thought about this and the Bible tells us in Revelation the book of Revelation tells us something that 
I grab a hold of and I said, my God, the Bible says in Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8, it says, but the cowardly, the unbelieving, the murderers, the sexual immoral, immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. So I don't need to judge you. I don't need to criticize you. All I'm supposed to do is point you to Jesus. The Bible says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. The word perfect means to be mature. Now, I know this is going to take some time for some people to get a hold of. But if you don't take nothing from me tonight, I want you to come to the place where you begin to understand. That you, can, you cannot be a loving Christian and be a judgmental Christian. You cannot be a loving Christian and say you're walking with Jesus and you're walking in his yoke. And you're criticizing people. You cannot be a loving Christian and you're always gossiping and talking about people. No. You got to see people through the eyes of Jesus. And that's how you know that you're being mature. Be perfect as my father in heaven is perfect. We must become mature in the kingdom. We cannot be babies forever. We cannot be sheep forever. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 14, all those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. It's time for some of us to become a son of God and stop being a stupid sheep. Amen. So today as I close this message, I don't know, I'm going to have to preach this another time because we, if we're weary and we're burdened, we're never going to get to the place where we can be strong and powerful men and women of God. God has given us authority, but we need to learn how to be mature so that we can walk in the authority that was given to us. And so today, as I close this message, I want you to remember, Jesus told the apostles to come follow me. He's telling you tonight to come to me. Come and lay down your burdens at the foot of the cross and I will give you rest. Learn from me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus wants to save you. Jesus wants to protect you. Jesus wants to give you safety. Jesus wants to provide for you. Jesus wants to heal you. But it's only going to happen if you come to him. Now, I know he healed people in the, in the Bible that wasn't saved, but he's more interested in your soul than in your physical being. But again, he wants to give you what he has. And so he said, he, I'm going to read for the last time. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Do you need rest for your soul? Or do you even know that you need rest for your soul? Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, whoever you are, under the sound of my voice, we all need rest for our soul, and we need to be resting in Jesus. We need to rest in Him. He is the only one that went to the cross. He is the only one that was willing to lay down his life. He's the only one that was perfect enough to lay down his life. If he didn't go, we would still be in our sins. But praise be to God. 
Lord, we thank you and I praise you, Jesus, for going to the cross. And that's why I can stand up and I can say, I am not fighting for victory. I am fighting from victory because victory was won at the cross. And if your rest is in Jesus Christ, guess what? You've got the victory. Oh, the enemy may form problems, but it's not going to prosper. So today, as I close this message, I want to ask somebody, if you don't know Jesus, I would like for you to say this prayer after me. Dear God, I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. Lord, I pray and I'm asking you right now that you would have mercy upon me. I ask you, Jesus, to come and live in my heart. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you laid down your life for me. Your word said that if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, that I shall be saved. Lord, I am asking you right now to save me and set me free. I want to have your yoke. I want to have my rest in you. Lord Jesus, I just want to say thank you. And I will live for you as you show me how. Father, I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have said that prayer, and listen, a bunch of words will not save you. It's got to be from your heart. And remember, we are transparent before the Father. He knows. So if you've said that prayer and you want to call me, you can call me at 323-293-7566. And if you don't choose to call me, I would like for you to begin to read the book of John. That's the love letter for those that have said yes to Jesus. May God bless you. May God keep you. And don't forget to tune in again every time we come on Facebook or come and visit us at our service on Fridays at 3901 West Adams Boulevard. We love you and may God bless you in Jesus' name. I pray that you heard something that blessed you this evening. Amen. God bless. Bye. Amen. Praise God. So now uh, I believe that we are going to be um, doing our communion. Or are we, what are we doing? Are we doing our communion now? Amen. Amen. So hopefully you have your communion um, thing ready. And, and you can have your bread and your juice with us. And we will, you know, enjoy. Amen. Praise God.